Welcome to the BWT But We're Together podcast. Eavesdrop on our conversation as an interracial couple. I'm Darlene and I'm black. I'm Wes and I'm white. We are going to talk about travel and lifestyle, family and personal topics, education, news, and trending topics. Let's go. Hey, Wes. Hey, Darlene. How are you? I'm excellent. Why are you excellent? Well, we're in Chicago. He said that so fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're in Chicago. What do you think? Oh we're we're downtown in this downtown. It's uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful city. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful city. The architecture has a lot to do with it. Yeah. We've been really fortunate. The weather's been really, really beautiful. Uh, it got True. a little humid. We've been here two or three days for yeah. this uh, tech conference, educational tech conference. Yeah. Um, today it rained, but this is the first day it rained. The other days it's been like yeah. gorgeous. And it was gorgeous like 90% of the day. It started raining at like six or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. It's so um, amazing. First time to Chicago. First time to Chicago. Yeah, we saw Hamilton. We saw Hamilton. That was amazing, man. That <laughs> was so good. I was so surprised. I, I thought know. I was just going to see a play, a musical, which I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to listen really hard because it's, I got to pay attention to yeah. and not lose the, you know, don't. I got to keep track, you know, I got to track the, 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 yeah, you know, but um, it wasn't just me, you know, it was a musical that was, um, was that had a serious underlying meaning and And complex with the relationships. The relationships were complex. Romance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, amazing, amazing talent. I'm just like, gosh, we have talent. People are extraordinarily gifted. You know, from stage production to the musicians yeah. to the performances, it is really good, really yeah. good. The technical, I, I haven't been to the theater that much, but the last couple of things we've seen, the technical theatrical production, mm-hmm. like this had like a rotating floor in the stage. Oh, yeah. It was so cool. It was cool. Yeah. You have to check it out yeah, if you get a chance. Well, before we jump in to our uh, I Read My Wife the News episode this time, Please uh, visit us on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and write us a review. That would be so meaningful. And the most meaningful thing of all would be if you'd leave a comment, tell us what you like, or um, when you leave that five-star rating, give us uh, feedback and suggestions of what you want to hear. That's really, really helpful. Gosh, it's so helpful. I can't wait to get those comments because we want to be as yeah. the best uh, podcasters we can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And actually, we met people at the conference that I haven't um, seen in person before who are listeners. Yeah, and Brian. Yeah, shout out to Brian Smith. Yeah, yeah. for um, so nice. He's so nice, and he gave us a, a nice interview. Uh, on his live stream at the conference and kind of featured BWT and yeah, he's, he's a, uh, a real, um, he's a champion. He's a champion. He has a BWT, BWT champion. That's right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump on in. Um, well, do you remember the last episode? That's what, uh, it was on romance. Oh, do you have yeah, any thoughts can... or reflections after that episode? Um, I think that we did, pretty good but trying to be you know as honest as we could i think that um i don't know i don't even i I think we did the best we could under the circumstances no (laughs) just kidding (laughs) i mean i feel like we try to be honest but we're not trying to be scandalous and like 
yeah. expose everything about our relationship. But no, I think yeah. I think I'm very um, closed about my personal business. I guess yeah. like it, it was. It's interesting when you're when I'm as a married person. I'm like that. When I was dating, it seemed like we would, you know, chatter, my girlfriends and mm. I, about guys. So there's a different type of um, mm. uh, insular, you know, thing when you get married. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not hopefully. used to. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I'm really careful about what I want to share. Yeah. So that I kind of learned uh, or relearned how I am with that. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? Well, it was interesting when Brian in- interviewed us. I I heard you talk about like one of the growth areas for you is kind of being more open, like the vlog and the podcast, just sharing more about our relationship than people would know otherwise. And yeah. that's like that's but not a risk. the intimate stuff. When you talk about romance, I guess I was like, well, how much how much is do you share? <laughs> you know, because I don't want people thinking overthinking our relationship. I want them to get the. I want to get a message across. I don't want right. to, you know, like I'm not trying to be sca- scandalous. Scandalous. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think it was good. I definitely I feel like the top mm-hmm. thing I took away was like just the talking and listening part of romance uh, and that connection. That was, um, you know, that's that's like the key right there. Yeah. Yeah. All and, right. Yeah. All right. You ready to jump into the headlines? Sure. All right, my wife loves the news, so that's why I'm going to read the news to her, and we'll. I get don't her, love uh... the news lately. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like I have to hear it. All right, so what we're going to focus on the first article is uh, the Supreme Court Uh-oh. upholds President Uh-oh. Trump's travel ban against majority Muslim countries. Yeah. Yeah. So what's it? You want me? It, I'll give you a little bit. Uh-huh. It was a split decision. It was a highly controversial, uh, deeply divided Supreme Court, uh, USA Today reports. Um, And they upheld President Donald Trump's immigration travel ban against predominantly Muslim countries Tuesday. uh, And it says that's a legitimate exercise of executive branch authority. (laughs) Wow. Well, I obviously have strong feelings that it's not... It may be legitimate, you know, but lots of laws have been legitimized that have, uh, you know, oppressed people Mm. or treated people badly, namely slavery, namely, you know, Jim Crow. Um, So many laws have been wrong. Um, And so a law doesn't mean that it's moral. And so... I've heard arguments about this isn't a Muslim ban. I think that's what I've seen on Facebook. Seems like Facebook's getting trolled a lot, so I think we need to be like start heightening our awareness about trolling and um, this social engineering that's going to be happening, especially the closer we get to midterms and and um, into election time. But anyway, those that's the comment that I've heard is that it's not a Muslim ban, and they're just so adamant. I'm like, okay, well, what is it? You know, it's a right. it's it's against terrorist nations, but you told me Venezuela is is part of it. So Venezuela is a terrorist nation since when? Yeah. And is Saudi Arabia on that list who have no, actually terrorized us? No. So I mean, it's it's clearly to many people um, a racist ban. And then you know what I don't understand is that when he first did the ban, 
it was supposed to be a 90 day thing. And then that was mm. the big protest. Everyone, even though it was 90 days, it, there was a big protest because people felt it was racist. Right. So what do you, what is this? What do you mean? He, they upheld the band. I mean, the ban, is right. it now permanent? Right. And what are the conditions? So I don't know if you have time to go into any of the criteria, well, what, what makes it, first, what just makes a that ban a ban? A reminder, like states like Hawaii filed the lawsuit, right? So so states are um, petitioning, you know, to the At, Supreme Court. To the Supreme Court yeah. now? Uh, no, that's, that's what, what happened That's before. what happened. So yeah. just as a reminder of the facts of the case is, so, um, uh, it was a defeat for Hawaii and other states that challenged the action as well as immigration rights groups. So it's not just immigration's rights groups, but there's actually states who are part of the United States saying, no, we don't agree with this. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that happened is the um, considered liberal judges actually spoke from uh, the bench on this. And I guess that's a rare occurrence. So, oh, um, Stephen Breyer and so, uh, Sotomayor, uh, Justice Stephen Breyer is one of the Supreme Court justices. It just says he's liberal. Uh, I don't know that much more about him. Um, but they spoke, or uh, read excerpts from the bench. So, um, yeah, Soto, Sotomayor spoke for 20 minutes quoting his words during and after the 2016 campaign mm -hmm. uh, and just saying a reasonable observer would conclude that the proclamation was motivated by anti-Muslim animus. So she's holding him accountable to words he said during his campaign, right, which right. is something he probably has forgotten. I mean, he probably does not holding um, yeah, what was strong it? Did, to that. Did, it, did you notice what his words were? Does it say in there? Uh, let's see. So, because I remember um, the rhetoric was we were going to right What began yeah. as a policy explicitly quote calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Mm -hmm. Right. So, mm -hmm. com I mean, that's calling out the religion right there. Right. Right. And that that was what they were saying was the problem is you're banning a religion. Right. You know, but you're, then you're picking, I think but, it's seven countries. So. Right. And then, like, it's really convenient for you to change the words so that it suits your base, you know, and that it's, it becomes a better argument for you. Yeah. But what's a shame is that what he initially said is, like, kind of being swept under the rug or you have this conservative um, Supreme Court, which to me was stolen. I'm just, like... You know, that guy that got on the bench, uh, what's the guy, Gorsuch, Gorsuch, the, uh, the new Supreme Court justice, yeah. that should not be his, his um, yeah. place. He's, that was stolen. Yeah, just, so now yeah, we have this Obama conservative. Obama had the uh, opportunity, the opening to appoint a Supreme Court well, judge. They and they yeah, they wouldn't. Him. They stonewalled him yeah. and stonewalled him. And then uh, Trump was able to put this guy on. So it's just, it's kind of a travesty. Yeah. I mean, in terms of um, how things have um, come down the pipe. You know, um, I know Wes is ready to stop, but you <laughs> I'm ready to move on to yeah, other topics. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is just something that I think that you have to be um, persistent. We have to be persistent in when we feel that something is wrong. It's yeah. not whining, but you, we have to continue to speak out against it. You know, I don't know what to say about because the Supreme Court is the highest court in the land. The judiciary is supposed to be the check and balance for the executive branch. And now the judiciary is in line with that. And, and so I mean, it, it, it's a very frustrating situation. Right here, a five to four decision. Yeah. And the, the four 
they're yeah. vehement, like they're going toe to toe. Like the chief justice is scolding Sotomayor for comparing his policy to the internment of Japanese Americans. Like they're they're arguing as they're reading out the decision. So obviously, mm. I would like, have liked to see. That. We have a system, but it's like they're going toe to toe on this. It's not like an easy. Uh, yeah. And, and Tom, feelings Tom, are heated. Tom is doing going right with the conservatives, probably. Yeah, it says, in a concurring opinion, Justice Clarence Thomas went further than Roberts uh, and said the court should consider declaring district courts cannot block actions such as the travel ban on a nationwide ba basis. Um, so um, Sessions, Sessions asked high, the high court to strike down uh, such a nationwide injunction against the administration's effort to withhold funds from sanctuary cities. So they're trying to get that to go back through. Um, so where sanctuary cities oppose federal immigration policies, they're trying to pull federal funds. Uh, oh, is this something. a new article? No, it's just um, oh. related to that. But yeah, you know, that's a, a victory for them. And it's not a victory for, for Muslims and it's not a victory for America. For many Americans. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I mean, the Chief Justice Roberts, who read the opinion, I mean, he's like, it's legal. He's like, it's not necessarily a good policy, but he, he just said it's it's legal, it's within his rights. Yeah, so it's a shame. I'd love to talk about some other things That's that they use that argument for with. That's crazy. All right, next headline. Um, this is a terrible story. It happened in Malibu, so in our area, our neck of the woods. A man shot while camping with his young daughters. So this was a scientist from Irvine. So that's our hometown right now. Uh, Tristan Baudet was uh, discovered as a, at a campsite at Malibu Creek State Park and after re authorities received a report of gunfire around 4.45 a.m. on Friday and he had gunshots to the upper torso and his two-year-old daughter and four-year-old daughter were inside the tent with him. They were not injured. That's a shame. I don't understand what happened. Was there, is there context? Like why, why did he, what happened? Was there... Was it retribution? Was it random? Had this happened before? What are were there any patterns of people? You know, what's the deal? You know, this article does mention other shootings at that campground, which I That's can't crazy. even believe. I've never even heard of a shooting at a campground. No, you know, it's kind uh, of a sacred place. You, yeah. People understand what's happening, and you feel like, you know, sacred. I don't go camp to, to those campgrounds, but I never heard of just. You gunshots know, old, and people getting shot. I wouldn't put Malibu Creek State Park on your list, people. Because in 2016, 2017, cars had bullet holes found in their trunk in the back of their car. Um, yeah. So there's a report from 2016 of a man being shot in the park. So we okay. don't have a lot of info, but the the mom just said, you know, well, he's, he's so well loved and he was doing what he loved well, with his daughters. Well, that's a shame and I feel really bad. Yeah. And there's no, definitely no... Um, sense to be made of that yeah. yeah all right next headline is another political one uh trump rescinds the uh the order uh separating families at the border um so this is a new york times article what's the date uh four days ago june 20th okay so, so much has happened like it seems like things are happening daily so that almost seems yeah. like old news already sorry so, six days ago it, so it is kind of old it News well, the way things are moving with us. So six days ago, so he had a, he was separating families. Um, and then I'm going to say because of the tremendous, overwhelming 
um, backlash that he received from just all types of groups yeah. from the public. From I mean, it was on church. everywhere you looked. Yeah, like nobody was in favor of separating. I mean, I suppose somebody was in favor of it, but um, overwhelmingly people were against it. So then he decided that that wasn't. So, that, I mean, it's, it's kind of a victory. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, is that it's backed, I think, to, back to the policy that it used to be, which was really bad. But maybe even worse, because now it says that you could hold families indefinitely. Well, let me, let me read this part. So, you know, um, this is the New York Times first line. President Trump caved to enormous political pressure, signed an order meant to se- uh, end separation of families. Okay, we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now it says they're going to detain parents and children together for an indefinite period. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, yeah. so a federal judge could refuse to give the Trump administration the authority at once to hold families in custody for more than 20 days because that's the current limit because of a 1997 court order. Right. So, so it's like he reversed it and said, we're going to hold them together indefinitely. And then that's against. That's against this 1997. Ruling. Right. Yeah. Well, and then the thing about it. OK, there's that. So they're going to have to be fighting and make, making sure that that is, you know, abided by, I guess that's the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing is, is I think people are like just appalled and and kind of. I don't know, devastated that these kids have been separated yeah. and what are we doing with them? And are they, and we've been hearing that they've been going to New York and they've been going here. We've heard that there's um, a, a center that Betsy DeVos has investment in and they're going there and they're going to be making money off of, right, holding, you know, yeah, yeah from yeah. holding the, the children. We understand now that like billions have been made from this Texas company, um, detention centers. I mean, mm. so... When profit is involved with imprisoning people, uh, we've got we've got a problem. Yeah, and it's um, and again, a, I mean, yeah. this is just like where you you know where America has been, and how we've just years and years and years of trying to undo who America is in that regard, yeah. and then here we are going right into it, falling deep into the evil that America has been in terms yeah. of imprisonment. I mean, you're so right. Like, and it's like, that's a light we have to keep putting on this. Like it, we could say, oh, it's this immigration goes back to 97 or Obama or whoever. But like, really, like when you're talking about prisons and for profit, for for profit prisons and detention centers, like, I mean, this is a a problem that America has had its entire, you know, uh, history. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I mean, you have how? once once slavery ended, there is the caveat in the Thirteenth Amendment where you know, unless imprisoned, then you cannot get make them right. um, do any labor. Well, that caveat allowed for all kinds of um, misdeeds. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for and sure. It it's yeah, you know, and then you know, of course, it's harkening back to slavery, harkening back to all these yeah. t- these injustices, these dark times in American history, and then we're returning to it. Like with a vengeance, and I, I don't, I'm just, it's yeah. pretty sad. And it's, we just have to keep speaking up and reminding people about, like, you know, um, our congressman from Southern California, Mark Takano, is like, hey, the Japanese internment uh, yeah. experience that his um, parents were a part of, like, that's part of living history. Right. And people are acting like they already forgot. Right. You know, and th- so people are bringing up those examples. 
and we just can't be I silent. I just wonder what is the what kind of education? What does it take to connect people to the past in a way that they um, never forget it? Well, yeah, never forget it and understand the connection mm. to the present. And I, I just remember being in school and also being a teacher and remembering how many people paid attention. Like you have maybe in a classroom five to ten, maybe fifteen percent of your lucky that are really trying to learn. And then you have like this this other section of, of people that are kind of just there checking in and checking the boxes. Yeah. And how do we change that? Because the, so much of this um, apathy and anger toward these, you know, and not seeing the connections between history and the present and the future comes from lack of education. Yeah. So, I mean, part of like what I'm involved in in education, you too are trying to change the system that's yeah. set up not to respond to individuals needs it's more of a a system that's yeah. set up for efficiency sake and just right. run people through to right. put them in a factory job well that that system died out 50 60 years ago it and, was never yeah. gonna but yeah it's not wasn't sustainable then you know yeah but it did get it, it yeah it's interesting education starts off with this such a great purpose obviously we need it but then when it becomes a system that needs to change and then you're stuck in this yeah like quagmire you know yeah of problems all right so we are at a new headline about permit patty and if you haven't uh heard <laughs> the news about permit patty um here's an excerpt from cnn uh the woman who threatened to call police a uh, white woman who threatened to call police on an African-American girl selling water on a San Francisco sidewalk uh, was mocked online as, quote, or hashtag permit patty. Well, she has resigned from uh, her position as CEO of Treatwell Health. And that was a, a company that sold cannabis-infused medical products. <laughs> so She called police on people, and she's doing... <laughs> I mean, it's cool if you're selling cannabis legally, but you know the, the that was a hard fought for thing too. And then, okay, yeah, now you're so, now you above the law. Yeah, if you missed the story, she was caught on camera confronting an eight year old girl, and that video went uh, viral and sparked a wider conversation about how black people are being censured for seemingly harm harmless acts. Yeah, we have the thing that happened in Oakland. The lady was calling the police because the guy was barbecuing and then right. they protested and yeah. had a big old cookout yeah. the next weekend. Here's, and here's then a now quote from Allison Etel. She says she's sorry and the incident had nothing to do with race. No, of course it didn't. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's just... I mean, she, and that's like that education about your own biases. We all have biases. We need to kind of reckon with them and not just assume that, oh, no, I'd never do that. You know, because you don't want to admit that you have these things happening within you. But we yeah. all have it and we need to deal with it. Yeah. So, yeah, you do have some biases, honey, because she was eight years old. Why would you do that? Yeah. And her story is she was working from home and there was shouting outside continuously. And she was working from home and couldn't concentrate because the shouting was so much louder than the noise level and then she's, she's used so to. Scared? Are people so scared you can't go talk to the people? Yeah. Hey, move a block. Or, or like, yeah. shh. Or I need it quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Communicate, people. I mean, the police? Oh, my Lord. All right. Well... We are at our lightning round. So this is a section where we do a little bit quicker treatment on a series of headlines. Uh, and Hopefully so, they're a little lighter in nature. Hopefully they are. So I picked this one to be a little bit lighter in nature. 
Uh, it's from the BBC News. There's a heat wave in the UK. Mm. Uh, it's sweltering on the another hottest day of the year. And well, how hot is it? Uh, let me tell you this. It's 31 degrees Celsius. Translated to? 91. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> Come out this way, people. Or I'm not in California. <laughs> Come out to, uh, to the desert of Southern California and let me introduce you to some weather. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was scanning the article for, okay, who died? What happened? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's an 80% chance that temperatures are a risk to your health. Oh, they're not uh. used to it. That they're gonna get lay out there. Somebody's like, "Oh, get the suntan lotion." <laughs> but, but you know, but I do wonder. You know, you have to think about climate change and is that is that like yeah. it must be so new or so different. I wonder what the records are for temperature um, like that in England. Well, the record is thirty-five degrees uh, Celsius. So I'm going to put that in our little magical Google Translator. That's a high of 95. Oh so talk to somebody in Palm Springs, people. Yeah, let's see. You want to. Whoa. Now we know what to do if we have a British friend and we're mad at him. We take him to Palm Put him Springs. outside in the sun. <laughs> All right. Next headline. A little sadder note. Missing boys soccer team in Thailand believed to be trapped in a flooded cave. So um, 12 what? boys and their soccer coach went walking into a, a flooded cave and they've been missing for three days. Yeah. You told me it was going to be lighter. This is sad. Well, did they find them? They haven't found them yet. They suspended the search because of high water. But they, the article doesn't, the CBS News the article doesn't sound like it's hopeless. They might be able to find them. Well, I hope they're okay. That's yeah. terrible. And yeah. Yeah. So they had to give up because of rain and the uh, raising water levels. But I think in the cave, it's possible they could be safe. We hope they are. Um, and parents have been going out there and says, it's pretty sad. They're waiting out in front of the cave to find their, their kids. Where is this at? Thailand. Yeah. Gosh. There's actually a city. Uh, so you need a rescue team. Get yeah. that rescue team out there. The cave cut into the mountainside near the border with Myanmar. You get a rope around your waist. Maybe. You remember how those people in Texas um, saved? Yeah, they the they made a the human well. rope. No, yeah. oh. I'm not talking about that. They, they made a human rope in the water. And they um, ended up getting this old guy out oh. of the water. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah, they need to know about that. They so do they have to... uh, rescue people out there. Well, yeah. Oh, uh, well, they need to know about that, that thing where the they technique. make a human. <laughs> a human yeah. I think there's water that's blocking them getting into deeper parts of the cave. Okay, another story in our lightning round. Police... Uh, search for a man suspected of tunneling into a Costa Mesa pharmacy to steal drugs. <laughs> tunneling in? <laughs> yeah. Here's the story. Um, police are searching for a man suspected of burrowing through a wall. I do. Come so on. a passerby noticed a hole in the wall at White Front Pharmacy on Baker Street. You know where Baker Street is. That's down by South Coast Plaza. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and he called the police. So the police said... Somebody cut into the exterior wall with an, quote, unknown tool. And, but security footage shows a man crawling into the, the store wearing a hat, gloves, and a rag over his face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he crawled through the wall to steal drugs? Drugs and cash, they say. He really went through a lot of trouble. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> he had an idea. He had an idea. He watched Shawshank. He watched Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> he was He's like, like you I'm going to dig through, and it's not going to be poop. <laughs> It's going to yeah, be, right? <laughs> I'm just going to dig through this wall. I'm going to get this stuff. And then. <laughs> so, 
like, and then and then get out. Was he going to go out the same way he I, came in? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and was it he going like to patch he... the walls? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? He a poster he needs, that covered the It seemed like he already had and... done enough drugs because, and he didn't need, because that was crazy. Come on. That was crazy. All right, this is a kind of cool article. USA Today has an um, uh, article on Apple AirPods, which are kind of the wireless headphones or he earbuds. Mm -hmm. So you can turn them into impromptu hearing aids. Oh. So you, you put these uh, Bluetooth AirPods into your ear, but then you go in through the, the, uh, the device's settings, and mm -hmm. there's something called Live Listen. Mm -hmm. And so if you hold your phone out, near people who are talking your phone picks that um noise up or that, mm, that conversation it amplifies it. and amplifies it into your earbuds well that's really cool isn't that cool so yeah. it's like a makeshift hearing uh hearing aid or hearing device wow they need to get that out to i mean is that common knowledge that people well it's just I, not good in the news yeah they said they tested it and uh it uh it doesn't compare to traditional hearing aids but mm -hmm. it definitely works and um, so that's that's something pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, to make things um, to make things work for people. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. It makes me think about autism and like, oh gosh, we need assistive a, technology. Assistive, assistive yeah. technology to make things a little bit more manageable. Cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. All right, here's another temperature uh, slash weather article. The coldest place on Earth, according to weather.com, is colder than we knew. Oh, and how cold is that? What did we know? So, <laughs> yeah. Because I thought the Antarctica was cold. Uh, so it cold. is It is Antarctica. It's the Eastern Plateau. And so they have some new data shows new thresholds for how far below zero temperatures can go on Earth. 144 yeah. degrees. 144. Well, what's below. the threshold? What did we think? Do you know? Does it say? Mm, what was the last record? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, but it what, does what's say. Your, what's your threshold? Like, what do you? What do I consider cold? Yeah, what do you consider cold? <laughs> First, I don't know that I've ever been in below zero. No, I've never been below yeah, zero. I don't think. And uh, what's the coldest you've been in? I don't even know. I would say probably twenty degrees. Like, no, because Tehachapi gets colder than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking back when we visited um, family in Colorado and Nebraska. It's snowing. There's blizzards. And I well, know it's below freezing, right. but I don't really know. We're inside. We're not outside most uh, of the time. I think I've what been. What about you? Probably like in the teens. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And that's that like freezing to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. And then if it, there's no sun, you know, and then. Yeah, that's that's uh, I'm not a fan of cold weather. So 144 degrees, I might you, that's where you send me to die, basically, <laughs> right? That's the end. That's it. Yeah. Is anything living there? Like, yeah, is there any? I, I isn't know that crazy? There's got to be life there, but I just I can't. What if it? What did it? What? It, <laughs> what would it look like? Like like stiff? a snowflake. <laughs> like a snowman. Would it have? Would it? I would it? His eyes just be like real <laughs> crusted over. Like, like he's just crystals. staring out and not moving. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up with uh, two quick articles. Hey, you're not. The, okay, go ahead. I was F trying to imagine life at 144 that. degrees below <laughs> zero? Below zero. Below zero. I don't even know what 100. I, I can't. I can't do it. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, what are they going to do with that information? I don't what know. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. Especially in light of global warming. Like, what is that? 
what I, I and is it now warmer than it used to be or and, and colder apparently well i mean they're saying it's the coldest place but if there's global warming what did it used to be warmer i mean yeah. colder i don't know that's a good good question but they didn't know because they just discovered it so there you go yeah so here's a uh, we'll just end it on this one uh cnn Historic, groundbreaking news. The FDA approves its first cannabis-based drug. Wow. So there you go. Making history. The FDA approved a cannabis-based drug for the first time. Uh, it's Epidiolex. Uh, and it, it's for um, a it's rare, rare type of seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Ooh. rare seizures. Um, so yeah. rare seizure medication. Yeah. It's for medication for a rare type of seizures, kind of multiple types of seizures that, uh, begin in early childhood between age three and five. Wow. Um, but it's interesting. I found another article, not the CNN one, but one out of Denver that says, so the FDA approved it, but the federal law prohibits doctors from prescribing it. <laughs> but because the, uh, Colorado state um approved uh, or legalized medical and recreational marijuana so now that enables doctors in colorado to ignore the federal law and then allow patients to use health insurance to pay for the medication as early as september well i hope that's true i didn't know state law could override federal law yeah like it seems like it's it provides a loophole yeah like but i don't know if every doctor is willing federal to do government that. isn't it interesting like conservatives or republicans are typically like less government less government i'm like um beginning to feel that that's actually the best way to go is to have less government and mm. in, in a lot of instances but then I think of brown versus the board well of i know education. except for <laughs> when people yeah, yeah. i I'm, I'm just kind of disillusioned right now with the role of the federal government in my life like yeah. right now, would they protect me the way that yeah. Brown versus Board of Education um, stepped in? Yeah. I, I don't know. Our federal government seems like the people that were on the other side of history. Yeah, um, it's tough. And then if CBD oil is uh, able to correct severe seizures, then it's able to correct things that are lesser yeah. than that. Yeah. And so I hope that we can get legislation to approve it for other things. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's there's a discrimination discriminatory view of uh you know marijuana yeah based i or asked my doctor about uh using cbd for my son and she said well we don't know exactly what it does and how toxic it is mm. <laughs> and i just had to laugh because i'm like you mean to tell me these antipsychotic drugs you're like worried about uh cbd right that you invented with chemicals yeah so it's it's a yeah it's a mess but Let's wrap it up. That's it, people. That's the news. Uh, that's the news for this this time. And we yeah. just thank you for joining us. And uh, we are uh, we're glad that you joined in. And really uh, connect with us by sending us a message, a review, a question, a comment, anything to let us know you're out there and you appreciate it and give us some feedback so we can do a better job for you. Yeah, and, keep doing uh, what we're doing. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that really helps us out. You can also listen to us on Anchor, Google Play, and Stitcher. And follow us on social media, BWT, but we're together on Instagram. And Wes Creasel and Darlene Creasel on Twitter. 